Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like writing about sex, but we prefer to talk QWERTY. Seriously, if you type, that's hilarious. My name is BB Lynch and today there's still no Miranda Kane. I'm Eric without my Ernie. I'm Donnie without my Marie. I'm Mac without my cheese. <laughs> Let me tell you about today's pod. Um, it's still going to be great. Today I'll be chatting with, well, I'll let her tell you. Hi, I'm Holly Field. I'm a sex writer, sex blogger and erotic script writer. I'm based in Brighton and currently talking to you from my office. Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, sex blogger and erotic scriptwriter, Holly Field. Holly, I've got, I've got wall envy. <laughs> it's quite a snazzy wall, isn't it, here in my office? <laughs> I love it. Is it real wood? Um, yes, it is real wood. Um, and I have a little taster of the sexy pictures on the wall and I've managed to intersperse them with some fern pictures so they don't look well. quite too risque for all the video calls <laughs> trying to be a bit more professional <laughs> as well <laughs> is that what you did yeah deliberately chose chose sexy ones and non-sexy ones so I thought so I've got professional zoom calls as well <laughs> yeah what a what a professional <laughs> so you've been blogging about sex dating relationships for 10 years yeah nearly 10 years now the internet yeah. wasn't born then was it <laughs> doesn't feel like it but yeah um I started at university because um I broke up with a long-term partner when I went to uni and my friends I was texting them about various guys I was dating um and just little anecdotes and experiences and they said oh my god Holly write this down this is just ridiculous what's happening because they were in the long-term <laughs> relationships at the same time so I thought okay well why not um and it started off as an anonymous hobby for quite a while because I thought I didn't want to get anyone into trouble or get myself into trouble <laughs> so it was anonymous for a really really long time and then after uni I went to teach training course and became a teacher so obviously it had to be anonymous then um and since then I thought right okay let's um, go into writing so now I'm a I'm a writer full-time and editor and um what I do is I'm still still going with my blog, writing that um, as often as I can, but obviously that's that's still a hobby. So it's not anonymous anymore. And I'm trying to make it take more of a journalistic tone um, and really delve into some really exciting topics. Um, not afraid to talk about the topics that people don't want to talk about. Um, oh, like what? Like what? Like kink, like pubes, like BDSM, um, cervical screening. Just been exploring lots of different things, especially this year with lockdown. It's been so boring. So I've been um, <laughs> focusing on my math a lot. Let me ask you one question and then go back to what you're writing about. because it's, it's really interesting. When you moved from being anonymous to named, did that really change how you wrote? Did, did you feel that you were having to self-censor? Uh, I like to say no. I really hope not. Um, I don't think so. Maybe maybe a little at the beginning. Um especially when I started to promote some of my content on my social media sites. But now I've lent into it because I'm, I'm, I am proud of some of the stuff I write. It's great fun. It's really cool being in a space that there's a, I mean, I'm not the only sex blogger, am I? There's a lot of other sex bloggers, but it's really fun to be a part of that network to reduce shame and um, help get a conversation going about these topics that we don't always want to speak about um, or feel a bit ashamed. And is, and is, is that the, um, 
the aim of it for you to, to get rid of stigma. It is. Yeah, exactly that. Um, and also I would love, I would love for someone on the internet randomly stumbling across my blog and reading something and thinking, oh, okay, maybe I'm not the only one who thinks this or, oh Christ, it is okay to be feeling this way. Cause when I was growing up, um, I didn't really have, I didn't have all the answers, like no, no teenager does, but I couldn't find the answers that I was looking for. And I just wanted to feel that I wasn't the only one who was having shitty dates with shitty men or um, <laughs> feeling like a complete weirdo for wanting to do this, that, and the other in a bedroom. Um, and so I decided the blog, really. I'm so envious of, um, well, everyone, really. I've got a nasty side to me, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> really jealous <laughs> literally jealous of everyone and everything I really am envious though of um of the younger generation because when I was growing up well sex ed was putting um, a condom on a banana and I think I was away that day you know so <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean so, so I yeah. missed that but it's like I didn't talk about this with anyone nothing yeah. I didn't talk about anything with anyone and I think even in the playground we didn't talk about it and I think even now with my girlfriends we don't really talk about stuff like this. It's crazy, and it's, isn't it? It's, yeah. and, you, and you lot, it's just so, I mean, you can't say whether it feels liberating because, <laughs> you're, because you're doing How it. How are different, yeah. Yeah, but to me it just feels like, my God, you know, the world's your what's it. I think it's funny, isn't it? Because there is a fine balance to be had about being sort of sex positive and happy to talk and write about these things. But not everyone wants to. And I think you've absolutely got to respect people's privacy and not everyone to have all the juicy fun conversations that we all wanted um you know in, in the common room at school so we've got to be careful about how much you put your own openness onto other people but it is it is a much nicer space to be in that there are lots of conversations going on um, around sex positivity owning owning your sexuality as well and you can change gender you can be a different gender and just be a bit more inclusive and it's quite exciting to be a part of something that's ultimately moving in the right direction for everyone to feel more accepted around around the world so i've written about um ironically because i never have it but i've written about sex for years and i <laughs> i've kind of written i've somehow managed to kind of get in you know write about it a lot and relationships a lot again ironically and um Men my age, so this is like I get the generation thing, but I'm really intrigued to see how it works with with someone with someone younger than me. So men my age see me talking about sex. I don't talk about, you know, I'm not about to talk about sex, but like if you know, I'm <laughs> no. broadcasting about it. No, if I'm broadcasting about it or I'm writing about it, the fact that I will talk about these subjects, um, so I guess I'm sex positive, that definition, mm. it's really blurred the consent lines with them. Yeah, they really. And then so so I will, you know, I've known someone for years and then, you know, married with kids, blah, blah, blah. And then three in the morning, he sends me a video of a naked man sticking his penis somewhere and then sneezing it out. And you're like, do I need to A, you know, bravo on the flexibility, I guess. But but, you know, but B, you know, it's like, what? Um, And and I think it's like, well, you know, you've got a sense of humour, you write about this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Is But mm. that's from men that are my generation. With your yeah. generation, I'm assuming, I'd hope that men are slightly, uh, you know, people, I hope people are more broad-minded because people mm. like you, you know, you've, you've, you've been raised in a different environment. 
Do you oh, know what yeah, I mean? it's funny. I do know what you mean. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because, of course, you know, you can't. It's hard to paint everyone with the same brush, isn't it? But you'd hope that we'd all be raised in a more sex positive way. But you're talking about your sex education, which was sticking a condom on a banana. Quite frankly, my sex ed was very similar. Sticking a condom on a blue dildo from the school nurse um, on open day of all bloody days. Um, <laughs> and just the one time very open walked day. in. <laughs> very open day, yes. A bit too open for, for an all-girls school. Um, and no, but I completely understand what you're saying there, BB, because what's happening is that people, men and mainly actually, see that I'm a sex writer, erotic script writer. They want to know more, which is wonderful, and I'm more than happy to talk about it and share articles. But you're right about it blurring the lines of consent somewhat because I've, I've found that then all people want to do on a date is talk all about that and then assume they can straight away get into my pants that evening. Yeah. Think, actually, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Actually, can you try and get to know me? And yeah. yes, this may be my job, but there's there's a lot more to me than just sex writer, yeah? Yeah. So, and it's it's actually a little bit depressing that you're seeing that men your age are doing it as well. Oh, and man, I mean... It's common. <sighs> What are we going to do with them? What are we going to do? What do we with do? Them? What do we so do? You, we were talking uh, before as well, and you said that actually you kind of coming out and use my little mm. quotey fingers um, as yeah. a sex writer actually lost your friendship circle. It did, sadly. Yeah, um, there was a group of friends that um, I was I was really good friends with for quite a while, and I feel that. Well, I, I felt that I lost them because I was quite open about sex. And um, even just in my personal life, I'm open about it. I'm happy to chat to friends about it over a glass of wine. And um, I, I don't probe, but I do actually... Oh, worse, <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect. I, <laughs> um, obviously, yeah, you see that it completely dominates... Oh, again, bad word. Um, it completely encapsulates <laughs> most of my, my everyday thinking. I'm writing about it all the time. So I'm more than happy to talk about it with some people. But I worry that this... Um, that one particular friendship group weren't overly keen on me leaning into it as much as I have. So um, some tricky conversations were had, um, but ultimately... I'm I'm really happy with my career choice. Um, it's just it's just a massive departure from teaching, isn't it? So, yeah, but I just think, like, what's it got to do with them? It's oh, so yeah. weird. I can't, I can't imagine that you were as judgmental about anything they're doing. And what what are you what's bad about what you're doing? It's 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 an it's education in an entertaining form. You That's know, it. So- yeah, yeah. And my big push is 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 education really, really want to educate and reduce stigma um, using so much of my teaching skills to try and get people to understand more about topics that maybe they feel really nervous to talk about. Have you seen blogging change from when you started um, or blogging at all sex writing? I don't know whether it's changed since I've started or whether I've become more and more into it. So then I've seen a different side. Um, but there are so many bloggers out there, of course, and there's a much, much bigger field available of people who write about kink um and you know what what it's like to be a sex worker what it's like to um I don't know have sex with disabilities so there's there's a bigger scope I would say to the sex writing at the moment um which I, I would say can only be a good thing mm. you know what's going to happen and I, mean, I hate to be I hate to once again bring everyone down but this is <laughs> It's my, oh God, well, it's my USP. <laughs> the problem is with what you're doing, young Holly, is the, be- uh, the better you do and the more you do and the more you educate and the more you destigmatize, you won't be needed at one point. 
<laughs> I need to stop writing. But do you know, oh, what I know mean? Baby, I, pack up. I'm going to go. Yeah, I do. Get up. <laughs> and, and, and that must perversely be the kind of aim in a way, because you know, you you know, you you don't want to stigmatize. You know, you want to get rid of that. You want to get rid of taboos. But one day they will be gone. Or will they? Mm, I think we're a long way off. I think I, my career is probably safe. I'm hoping, <laughs> hoping we'll get there at some point. <laughs> How do you find, has, um, how's lockdown been for you? Has it changed what you've written about? Yes, quite probably, because I'm not seeing friends um, like none mm. of us are. Um, I'm barely seeing my parents. I've had a few video calls with them. So I'm, I'm a lot more insular in some ways. I've got my housemates and they're super duper fun. Um, mm. But I'm not so worried about social um, judgment on, on what I'm writing. So maybe I, maybe I have gone more into it. But also I'm on dating apps at the moment. I've found new dating apps. I've written about, um, I've written more about kink and submission and bondage and all of that stuff. Um, a lot more and really delving into it as from a, from a journalistic point of view. And trying to understand more and speaking to so many different people online, um, through video calls, chatting to them, just finding out what gets people going. Um, and I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do that had it been normal everyday life. So in a way, yeah, lo- um, lockdown has been an absolute blessing for my writing skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're, but yeah, you're, in so many other ways. It's, oh, I mean, I know we've got to find some silver lining, haven't we? Um, and you're an erotic scriptwriter. Yeah, that's a fun job. That's what, you, what are you doing? What are you writing about? So I write for a company who are a sexual wellness app. Um, and the idea is to basically promote body positivity, sex positivity. Um, and part of that is they promote um, erotic, basically erotic scripts for people of all genders, all sexualities, so that everyone can hear themselves in the story and relate and feel more um, more in touch with their sexuality. So what's um, what they do is they send me a creative brief, um, and they're all completely lovely different. There's a three chili rating system. You've got nice heavy petting <laughs> one chili, and you've got sex as <laughs> two chilies is just normal penetrative sex, um, normal penetrative sex, and then three chilies is the super fun spicy stuff. Um, <laughs> guess which one I prefer writing? No. No surprise at all. Five chillies. <laughs> the five ones, exactly. Off you've, the bloody scale. You've got your whole new genre for you. That's hilarious. It's really, really good fun. Um, and it's it's a good challenge to be able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. I think one one thing one script I wrote last week was about um, um it was from a point of view of a male and they asked me to really try and get into the nitty gritty of what it's like to actually have sex with a woman. I was like, right, okay, putting myself in a man's shoes, what does it feel like to actually put your penis inside a vagina? That was quite tricky to get my head around. I texted some close male friends who, am I, am I on the right lines? Like, yeah, yeah, Holly, you are. <laughs> this is so great. What did you, what did they come up with? What did you come up with? Apple pie. Um, oh, oh, apple pie. Um, funnily enough, not too far off. I thought about warm, moist and then I sort of got a bit stuck um I said okay it's oh god and I said is it smooth is it textured um is it quite hard to go in first is it gliding I just wanted more adjectives basically um I think I managed I think I managed I got my (laughs) feedback feedback soon so we'll find out (laughs) I bet the blokes you text Oh my god, that's so hilarious! I have a very good relationship with my best friend. He's so used to it now. <laughs> oh, here we go. Text Holly again. 
<laughs> that's absolutely brilliant. I love this. But do you know that's such a simple idea? But it's so, you know, representation is so important, isn't it? And even really just is. as simple as a character in some fiction is you. Really? And yeah. it's just like when, yeah, um, as a teacher, all you want is for children to see themselves in a book. And it doesn't matter whether we're writing for children or for adults. Yeah. You just want to be represented and seen and heard. Um, yeah. And so that's why working with this company is um, is really rewarding. Really that's so rewarding. cool. Do you miss teaching? Um, not really. Not really. Um, I don't miss the red tape around around it. Mm. We all know where everyone leaves the profession. Um, so no, in a word, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say this politely. Should I just Go say on, it say rudely? It. Just say it rudely. Is it like... Do you get so turned on you had to kind of interrupt yourself? Um, you Do you know what I mean? That's happened a few times. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. can't stop thinking about sex, which is yeah. um, exhausting me in a bloody lockdown. <laughs> I can't do anything about it. Jeez. Exhausted. So looking forward to summer. So looking forward to it. It's, yeah, I, I, I get second wind in the evening, you know. In the morning, I'm really, oh, stop it. <laughs> in the morning, I'm feeling really focused so you can plow on, but then as soon as it gets to... <laughs> The evening, I feel a bit a bit drained. Yeah, so one yeah, glass of wine peps me up. Yeah, um, that's so funny. Yeah, um, has it? So when you said you're on dating apps, is that for work, research, or are you actually on dating apps yourself? Um, I'm actually on dating apps myself, but it's also a very convenient research pool, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Do you um, do you say that you write about sex on your profile? I do, yeah, because I don't want to I, I don't obviously name names, of course not. Um, but sometimes people just come up with a gem and you think, oh, that's a wonderful article idea or, um, oh, God, I can't believe you said that. What a great anecdote. Um, so I, I am honest with people, really honest. Um, for some of the apps, so I'm on an app called Field, which is more of a, um, like a threesome sex app. Um, yeah sex up and on it I'm really honest and I just say that I'm a sex writer by always if you want to read some articles let me know I'm happy to share them but I don't want people to feel duped by any means yeah no, honesty is the best way yeah that's that's true um are people loving that you are I don't know how genuine all of them are but I'm hoping so <laughs> <laughs> yeah um let's I see to, if I mean let's see yeah I used to write for um for jazz mags porn mags a million years ago um mm. should i tell you what my pen name was please do it's genuinely genius so it wasn't my idea so i had three uh one i would write under uh prudenda brilliant mm-hmm. one i was stella artois it's okay <laughs> and then the third one and this was my f- then flatmate sue um came up with this jenny taylor Jenny Taylor, fantastic. Takes a while to sink in, and then you're like, "Oh, that's absolutely brilliant. That's brilliant." Do your um, do your parents know that you write that sex? They do. Yeah. Yeah. Are they cool with it? They're becoming increasingly cool about it. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't really got a choice anymore. I said, "I'm really, really sorry, but it's a massive departure from teaching." But oh well, it makes me happy. So you're still teaching. You're still teaching. That's a nice way of looking at it. Yeah. So teaching in a in a kind of you know in a in the best way that in a way that you know you don't really kind of realize you're learning you're just being you know you're being kind of entertained while you're being educated and so you kind of take it on board mm. and it's all like really great. So what's 2021 bringing for you? 2021. Oh God, no, that's this year. Honest. That's it. Doesn't feel like it, does it? It's been one hell of a long year. Um, what's it bringing for me? Well, 
vaccine this weekend so already feeling more positive about that hey when are you having it on saturday on sunday this weekend in brighton Can't i'm having mine saturday are you um hopefully just like everyone some freedom meeting people i'll be speaking with and actually want to form a genuine connection with um yeah and just like everyone's seeing friends seeing family hopefully some new writing gigs taking off um have you got a book in you? Yeah. Oh, I do, somewhere. I've got a few pages done, but that's about it. <laughs> I will, I will write it. Have you got a book in you? I bet you do. Uh, I'm, do you know what I'm saying? I've, I've um, yeah, I'm just starting one, actually. Are you? Yeah. Is it about your life or more a fiction book? I don't know, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you, officer. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, it's been so nice to chat to you. Where can people find out more about you and read your work? Um, you can read my blog at stillsearchingforprincecharming.co.uk. Uh, I'm not anymore. Um, and then you can find my writing and editing services at hollyfieldwrites.com. Tell me the most, what's been the most um, educational piece to write about for you? What's kind of changed your mind about something? Um, definitely a piece I wrote last summer about domination submission. I was speaking to someone who's really prolific in the scene. Um, and one thing that he really hammered home, which has completely changed my mind about a lot of um, the kink world, is actually it's the submissive that holds most of the power in a dom-sub relationship. Because really they're the person who sets the boundaries, says when to go, when to stop. Um, they're the ones who are setting the parameters. And I thought, ah, oh, yes, yeah. isn't that interesting? So yeah. That's really um, fed into quite a lot of my work. Yeah, so oh, it's, well, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's food for thought. It is food for thought. I'm starving, you. <laughs> really love to meet you. Yeah, likewise, BB. Hopefully, we'll see each other on Brighton Seafront soon. Yeah, oh my God, let's hope so. Uh, take care. Yeah, likewise. Bye. Thank you very much, Holly. Oh my God, writing about sex all the time. It's intriguing, isn't it? I, um, yeah, I've written about sex for quite a long time and I um, remember my dad not being that thrilled. Um, my name is Bibi Lynch. Miranda Kane will be back very soon. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Juliet Nichols for metro.co.uk. Get in touch on Twitter, please, at Good Sex, Bad Sex with three X's. It would be lovely to hear from you. And if you have a sexy question or query or you'd like to come on our pod, buy us dinner first, um, get in touch, info at sexpod.co.uk. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>